We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, good morning. Friday, March the 3rd, 2023. Hope you are all doing well. Chris Phillips here of the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up Show. Your host as always, and yes, in case you missed it, we are live this morning because it is a big day in Gamecocks athletics as South Carolina women's basketball begins their run for the SEC Tournament Championship, the crown, if you will. They take on the Arkansas Razorbacks at noon. So with that being said, obviously was not going to be live during the game. Um, wanted to make sure we were, we were able to tune in, watch the game, cheer on the Gamecocks. So for that reason, we are live for the next two hours, 10 to 12. But again, appreciate you all tuning in. I hope you're all doing well. Good morning to you all. I see Davon, Justin Langford, Jonathan Hall, Jesse Jacobs, John Edward, Brendan, what is up? Also those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel. Be sure your questions are answered there. Again, guys, I do want to hear from you. The phone lines, of course, are open. Very excited to chat with each and every single one of you here on this game day. Of course, we got a little baseball series this weekend, right? The best rivalry in college baseball. South Carolina, Clem sucks. It all gets going tonight, as, and as Jonathan Hall points out, the weather report is looking better and better and better. Will we start at 6 o'clock? I don't know. I don't know that we will. But baseball will be played tonight, I believe, at Doug Kingsmore Stadium. And, of course, all weekend long, going to be a lot of fun. Guys, before we dive into everything, of course, TDC brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Guys, you can play anything and everything college sports, pro sports, you name it. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They've got a great app you can use, or again, you can go to the website. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. Again, guys, good morning. Hope you're all doing well. You know, we've done these morning TDCs a couple of times, right? We 10 to 12. We, we've done this a couple of times, just a handful. 
And it's funny. It's fun to switch it up and, and do some different things for sure. But it also makes me realize that I, I love my, my morning routine and having my mornings. I love the noon to two time slot. All right, let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines here. Skyland, what's up, man? How are you? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, man. What's up? How you doing this morning? I'm I'm doing great, man. You sound like you just woke up. <laughs> I did. I woke up just for you because I missed yesterday's show. You could have slept in at like 11:30, man. We're we're gonna be live till 12. So I mean, but no, I, I no, I appreciate you, man. It's great to hear from you. Obviously, I'm really uh excited for the weekend, man. You know, it's funny, even though a lot of times I have to make updates to it and changes to it, what have you. But when my guy AUPPL, when he sends me the series graphic. That fires me up, man. It's like a shot of adrenaline when he sends me that graphic over. So. Yeah, you didn't send me that last night. Well, he didn't send it to me until 5.30 this morning. So, oh. I, because I, I think he didn't see the start. Like, like Clem Sucks didn't really, like, make their starting rotation that known until, like, late last night. So, he didn't see it. So, he waits until they both are released and goes from there. But, yeah, he sent it to me early, early, early this morning. It's It's been posted across social media. So, I'll text it to you here as well, but it's it's a it's a beauty, man. And the stats, my goodness, they look really nice, all in favor of the Gamecocks. So as you can imagine. Oh yeah, it's crazy how close it's starting. I just I just but and of course we got the news, you know, uh, later yesterday, and I I'd actually heard that around like one or two o'clock, got a DM from a kid, but, you know, obviously wasn't going to say anything until it was more so confirmed. And, you know, Ammons being out for them, that is that is big. So they'll go Gordon Smith and TBA. And, uh, you know, I, we already felt really good. I mean, South Carolina fans, I think we all felt really good about the Gamecocks getting the, you know, at minimum winning two of three. And a lot of people feeling great about the sweep. I mean, I think at this point now, man, it's, I mean, if you're if you're looking at it from the other side, if you're looking at it from the Tiger side, you're you're really behind the eight ball now, man. You you you're literally down your best pitcher. But you know, obviously, I'm not asking any of our fan base to have <clears throat> any sympathy for them after what we went through last year. So it's uh, you know, it's just how it works out, and it's up to the Gamecocks now to take advantage of it. We got 45 more runs than they do, mm-hmm. and we have 20 more home runs than they do. They like to run it for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, with this being the first big series of the weekend, is it possible that we go straight defense today and you see Brewer installed in the outfield and Petrie at DH today? I, you know, I mean, I, I I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, I, I would think, you know, it's going to be a windy night tonight at Doug Kingsmore Stadium, so I'd imagine the ball is going to be flying. So, um, <clears throat> I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they play it. If I was going to go defense in a game, I'd go Greenville. I just, I just think with that ballpark, um, you know, really big gaps. But, you know, I'll be interested to see how they play it. But, uh, you know, I, I would go with the best sticks personally. I mean, does, does, is Tippett that less of a fielder? I mean, is he – I know Stone is an elite fielder and, and Brewer is a good fielder as well. But, you know, th- I just don't want automatic outs at the bottom of the lineup. That's my biggest thing. So, but <clears> – <throat> If you got the Brewer installed in there, you best believe that's automatically out. Yeah. Or close to it. <laughs> I think you or see Carson back in the lineup today. I think he, he sent the last two games. Mm. I think he tries to give him a chance to figure it out today. That's what I believe yeah. will happen. Let's see. 
Yeah, no, for sure. So I'm just looking at I'm looking at odds for women's basketball right now. Trying to find I was trying to see if there was a spread on the uh, South Carolina Arkansas women's game. But is there a spread? <clears throat> I haven't found one. There there might be, but I haven't found one. But there's been there's been spreads for regular season games. So uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, most of the time there isn't. I mean, we're we're always favored and favored very big, anyways. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. You know, how do they go about the lineup? I, I, I mean, I I don't like that thought process of shuffling of we need to play this game more defense. Like, why 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 would you need to play this game more defensively than any of the other ones? Like, like it has a lot of ground to cover. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I don't know. I I just I, I don't know. I. I I think the best nine hitters play. That that's that's kind of my thought process. I think the best nine guys play. I'm not saying you stick guys out there that are, you know, you, you don't want seven DHs behind your starting pitcher or anything. But I'm just saying that I, you know, I think that, uh, you know, that's that's the coaches that's the coaches' role, right? You gotta you gotta weigh, is the you know maybe Evan Stone's an A plus fielder and Will Tippett's a B minus fielder, but like is that drop off? worth the upside at swinging the bat you know what I mean like so you have to weigh that you obviously have to weigh that and um you know just kind of figure it out from there but you know I I don't think we've seen the last of Evan Stone for sure I mean he might start tonight you know we haven't seen the last of him no doubt um I don't know what to make of Dylan Brewer I don't know I mean it'd be interesting if he started tonight just for the simple fact of that he that he played there um I don't know how many at bats he gets this weekend, if any. I mean, but again, it's just, it's all a guess. I mean, we're not in there in the locker room. We don't know exactly, but, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't see them all of a sudden just, I don't see them all of a sudden just saying, well, Dylan Brewer hadn't played in four games. So this is the one to start him. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I agree with that statement. Anyway, if we play tonight, I'm going to go to sleep. If we don't play tonight and we have to play on a Tuesday later in the year or Wednesday later in the year, I don't know if we sweep or not, but if we definitely for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I 100% believe we sweep. If if we have to move it today, mm-hmm. tomorrow I would go uh, Sanders, Becker, and Sunday I'll go Hall, Mahoney. Well, I tell you this, Skylin. I'd actually be at this point pretty surprised if we don't play. Eric Backage even saying last night that he expects the game to happen. It might get moved back. I mean, I think it's almost a guarantee that it's going to get moved back. But I'd be pretty shot if they didn't play. Here's my question: We were talking about they got to get the game in at a certain time because the game tomorrow is at one. Why couldn't they move the game tomorrow back? Why, why, why couldn't they just start at four? You know what I mean? Like, why, why? I don't even know why that game's starting at one to begin with. But I, I don't know. That's just me. So, oh yeah, one o'clock on Saturday is really early. I know, I know it is. So I, you know, whatever. I mean, these these guys again, they're eighteen to twenty two year olds, man. If we got to start it, if we got to start at eight o'clock, I think they'll be fine. So, I think they'll be oh. fine. But uh, Jonathan Hall, who's commenting, he actually lives in uh, in Tiger Town and actually said it's 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 not raining currently. Parking lots are muddy a bit, but uh, said currently not raining. So hopefully. Hopefully it's just not as bad as the weather forecast has has said, and and uh, you know we'll see. So hopefully we play base- baseball tonight. I think we will, though. I think we will play baseball tonight. I hope we. Can. I'd be surprised if we didn't. I'd be really surprised if we didn't. Well, I got the game caught sweeping if we play these three week games this weekend. Yeah. 
For sure. Well, Skyland, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited, obviously, as I know you are. And, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very optimistic about the way it's going to go. Let's just say that. I just hope uh, I'm very optimistic too because uh, Miss Cobwell, you know who I'm talking about. She uh, is predicting our season being like the second year of Kingston season. Mm. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Miss Caldwell. Miss Caldwell, no. Elliot's mom. Oh, okay, okay. I did not know Miss Caldwell. No. Yeah, I thought I thought before. No. <laughs> I don't think uh, so. I don't think so, unless I'm not recalling this. I thought you told me I talked before, but she's saying it keeps the second year. We we started like uh, really good, like we did this year, and we got the SEC play, mm-hmm. and we went eight and twenty-two, and we won twenty conference games, but we only won eight SEC games, and we we finished twenty-eight twenty-eight. And, mm-hmm. and she's saying that's how she thinks it's going to go. Well, hopefully we prove Miss Caldwell wrong. So, I got you. Anyway, well, you have a good weekend. Yeah, man. All Sounds right. good. Let's get after it this weekend. Go Cox. So, all right, brother. Go Cox. Appreciate it. I apologize, Skyland. I feel like I'm doing like a thousand things at once. Uh, that is probably why you see some of the some of the errors and posting some things. I don't know why this came through. The way it did. If there's one guy that'll call me out for posting something wrong, boy, it is it is Brendan M. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But that that is when you're trying to go live and post a bunch of content. I just did not want to not do the show today. That that felt wrong. That felt wrong to not do the show. So again, we've got the we've got the early TDC today. Early TDC. And never forget, we're not a logistics company. I tried to post a reel to Facebook. It hadn't even uploaded. I don't know what's going on with that. What's going on with the old the old book? I don't know what's going on with the book. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. The phone lines are open up. I see Coleman commenting. Um... Uh, Who's your all-time favorite Gamecock golfer? You know, that's tough, Coleman. You're going to really make me pick between Wesley Bryan and Matt Neesmith. And I've had both on the show. Both are great. So, I, I, I will say I will say it's a tie for first. I'm not going to pick between those two guys. Uh, both awesome dudes. Um, you know, it's funny. I've had my guy Golf Life Medals helping me out with all these, these ball markers and, and divot tools. And I'm like, man, I need to get either Neesmith or Wesley Bryan or both I need to get them some like TSUS ball markers and stuff. Golf, golf merch, if you will. So uh Coleman Hall says apologies on the subject change. Hit the driving range this morning and have golf on the mind. I hear you. Hey, love that. Love that, my friend. Glad it's glad it's uh <clears throat> the weather's good enough where you are to hit the uh, to hit the driving range. So Justin Lang, for one thing about our women's basketball team, I kn- I can truly say they know how to get the dub. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed, they do. Yeah, I'd expect a big W today as well. Justin Langford, I hope Brewer and French do well against their former team. Brewer definitely needs to get it going. I, I just don't think Brewer's going to play, Justin. That's the thing. I mean, I, I've talked about that yesterday, and I've talked about it all week, is that <clears throat> when those guys first came over, I really thought that was a big storyline. 
in this series. And I think coming into the end of the series now, the week of it and the way things have shaken out with the lineup and who's playing and who's not, I, I don't think it's that big of a storyline with, with, I mean, it's an interesting dynamic. Again, those guys are going to be in the visitor dugout tonight, right? Versus their home dugout or what was their home dugout. Um, but I don't think they're going to play. I mean, you, you never know. Baseball's got a funny way of putting guys in certain situations that you wouldn't expect. But I don't think Brewer sees the field. And Jonathan French, I think, might see a couple of pinch hit opportunities. But outside of that, I mean, and, and you know, you know, you hope, what you hope is, is that, like, we're up, like, 7 nothing in the seventh inning and Jonathan French comes in in a pinch hit spot. And it's a cool moment, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we'll see them, to be honest with you. B. Hughes, yeah, early TDC, my friend. Early TDC indeed. Got to love it. Got to love it. Let's see here. Todd Smith, what is up? What is up? Jonathan Hall, softball home game for Clem Sucks is now a doubleheader for tomorrow. This has to be because of baseball. Trying to get more fans in the stands for baseball and parking, et cetera. A lot of Clem Sucks fans are selling tickets. David Barnes, have you kept up with the Murdoch trial? <laughs> he was my neighbor. Wow. I have not. I just saw last night that he was guilty. I don't know any. I haven't kept up with it like that. I have not been binge watching all the trial stuff, but uh, – Pretty crazy, pretty crazy stuff. Pretty crazy stuff. Pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, I would expect South Carolina to go with the Yankee Grays tonight. Who is the home team? Oh, he did get life, so that he's been sentenced now. So Murdoch's been sentenced now. I mean, I, to be fair, you commit murder, you should probably get the life sentence. Let's just—I mean, I, I just—I don't know how that's even—I don't think that's debatable. Um. Crazy, 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 though. I know it's it's been something people have have been following along for quite a while. Nuts, man. So, Carolina's the home team tomorrow. Okay, I would expect us then to go with, I think we'll wear black tomorrow. I think, well, well, actually, we could, no, I think we might actually go white with the black pinstripes with the SC. Phil, what's up, my guy? Look at Phil. What's going on, Phil? Again, guys, appreciate you all being flexible. Truly, thank you all so much for tuning in. I know this is not our normally scheduled time. I'm sure many of you guys got stuff going on, work obligations, whatever it is, you're busy today. So thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. Really excited again to chat with each and every single one of you here on this Friday, TGIF. Indeed, okay, it looks like our reel did post on Facebook. I'm sitting here just, I think you got to stay on Facebook until it until it posts or whatever. But yeah, no, appreciate you all, man. Truly, it's been an amazing week. Been really exciting these weeks. These weeks fly by, man. It's because of you all. It's because of you all, truly. These weeks fly by because of you guys, because I have a blast doing what I do, and it's a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, so. How about our friends over at Nachos and Analysis, by the way? Oh, old Drew rocking the Clem Sucks t-shirt. 
for the game tonight. I don't know if any of y'all saw that. Which, by the way, I see Jonathan Hall, and if there's any other Sucks folks that are tuned in, I give y'all a lot of hell, obviously, which is, which is, which is standard at this point. You all know uh, it's a rivalry. It's a lot of fun. But Nachos and Analysis, Drew and those guys, they do a great job covering the Tigers, and, and definitely I would highly suggest you guys go support their podcast. And, and Drew was a really good sport. Apparently, he lost he lost a, a bet with his buddy and uh, has to wear <laughs> – he had to wear or has to wear a Gamecocks piece of merchandise to the game tonight. And so I contributed. He will be rocking a Clem Sucks t-shirt supplied by yours truly. So – I give Drew a lot of credit. He's a damn good sport for doing that. He's a damn good sport for doing that. So, um, yeah. Anyways. Travi, what's up, man? The rugby guy is here. Justin Langford, what do you think Brewer and Frenchie should work on to be more fundamentally sound, possibly because I know they have the talent. Maybe they should work on hitting the ball more oppo. Justin, I, I just it all just comes down to hitting as a whole. I don't know that I can identify one thing. I'm not out there every single day at practice, but I mean, you just look. I, listen, I, I didn't have expectations that those guys would be everyday contributors, anyways. Um, I mean, both were sub 200 hitters at, at Clemsucks. So, I mean, I, I don't know what you really expected to happen. Although Dylan Brewer earned a starting spot coming into the season, he lost that thing with the quickness. So you just got too many talented players, you know what I mean, to 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 have a guy in your lineup hitting 215, 210. You, you just you just do, man. You just do. Uh Travi, I wonder who our RB1 will be next year. Here's my question. Will it be somebody on the roster or somebody who's not on the roster yet? I gotta think we go to the portal and get a running back, man. I mean, I, I listen, I, I'm I love the story of Mario Anderson and he comes from I'm not comfortable with what we have at running back right now. I'll just be totally transparent with you. Do I think Mario Anderson could be a good player? Sure. Why not? Go Wolves. I hope he is. But you got him. You got Juju McDowell, who is at this point like a hybrid player. I wouldn't even classify him as like a true running back at this point. He's not a 20 to 25 carry guy. He's almost like a gadget running back, which is fine. He's very dynamic in that role, I think, when he's used properly. What is Lavoisier Carroll? We don't know. Totally unproven. Number one, he's got to be healthy. Number two, is he ready to be the number one guy? You got Dontavius Braswell, who maybe is a true freshman, will be the truth. I don't know. But, I mean, outside of that, you know, I know people bring up Turbo Miller and DJ Twitty. and like, But do you have a real legitimate SEC back? You know what I mean? Do you have an SEC back? that you can give the football to in crunch time, that you can give the football to 20 to 25 times a game. I, I just don't know that you do. I don't know that you do. I think it'll be important to go out to the portal and find somebody. And I'd be surprised if they don't. I'd be really surprised if they don't at this point. Um, and I'm not trying to, like, slight any of those guys on the roster, but, like, realistically, how does the talent at our running back spot compare to other teams? You know, I you know I I I know that Shane Beamer and company they've made a hell of a, you know, a, 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 they they've made a living to this point, or they've done really well going to these these smaller schools, and and bringing in guys and, you know, getting the most out of them. But you know, you got a D two transfer, you got you got East Tennessee State transfer, you got a you got an Ivy League transfer. Like, 
how does the talent really stack up at running back to these other teams? Like, I, I just – and I know running back's not what it used to be. Like, it's not a premium position. But, I, I again, I say all that to say, like, I think we need to go get somebody. Like, I, I just – I would like to see us pick up one more guy. I, I would. I would. So, granted, to Coleman's point, we literally used Jaheim Bellett running back in the Tennessee game and did work. So, I mean – it's again like the running back position I think in this point in football is the most you know if you've got a really good one obviously it's 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 important right if you have a good one but it's not what it used to be right it's 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 probably not what it used to be so I don't know we shall see but I, I like I said I would I would go pick up a guy that's just me that's just me I'm sure somebody will use that clip to spin that I said everybody sucks. <laughs> he said everybody sucks. By the way, guys, quick reminder, <clears throat> and I'm really, really excited for it, of course, the live stream watch-alongs that we will be operating tonight, tomorrow, and on Sunday. We'll be watching the games together. Really looking forward to it, man. Going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a huge value add in regards to content. Actually, today, I am going to be rearranging the studio a little bit. Because you see the TV behind me. We're going to watch the games on the TV. So I think I'm actually going to flip where the desk and this couch in here is. And sort of go from there. I'm not exactly sure because I don't even use this futon in here. And I should. I should. I could leave it as is. I could. But it wouldn't make a lot of sense, I think, for me to be like looking up and the camera be looking. I I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know that that would make a ton of sense. So, um, you know, we've got the... We've got the new little lavalier microphone piece I'll have hooked up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun, guys. I'm looking forward to it. And again, I think live stream watch-alongs, I feel confident in saying they're going to become a much, much bigger part of our content for big games and, and stuff like that. We can interact during the game and all that. So we'll be live the entire game. So cut on the game on your stream. Get your phone, your laptop out, whatever, and have us. It'll be right here, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, the exact same way you tune into TDC really really excited really excited for it and gonna be a lot of fun all weekend long um let's see kevin we truly need a running back no converting receiver i hear you yeah need a true running back no doubt john ever yeah i thought zach pickens was pretty good in the in the combine yesterday based off what i saw his numbers pretty solid pretty solid brendan said mr rugby himself when talking about Phil, by the way, guys, um, next week's going to be a bit interesting. I'm going to be kind of all over the place, I think, at this point. I haven't 110%. Yeah, Phil. Listen, Phil, you are the, you are the, uh, what is it, brainchild, if you will, or what what is the, what's the phrase? You, Phil's kind of the brains behind the whole live stream watch on. Phil, you suggested it way back in 2021. That's why we even started it. So, bringing those back, Phil was the original inspiration, so I appreciate it. But, Phil, on that note, my guy, I'm going to be at one of your favorite places next weekend, this time next week. Ola, Ola, I think you know where I'm referring to, down in old Orlando. Going to be down in Orlando next weekend with the fam. But uh, next week's going to be kind of crazy, guys. That's why I say that. So, I think there's a good chance Tuesday I will be going to the Players' Championship with the Carolina Cigars boys, so probably no TDC on Tuesday We'll have it Monday as normal, of course. We'll have it Monday as normal. Wednesday, we're gonna, I think we're gonna operate 
TDC Wednesday, Thursday for sure. I don't know about Friday. I doubt Friday, to be honest with you. I doubt Friday. I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and say no Friday. So Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, TDC will rock next week. Wednesday, Thursday, we'll be um, in a different location. A different location. I'll just say that. So uh, just, I know you guys roll with the punches, man. I know you're not too worried about it. But, uh, you know, next week will be a big week, too. We got the SEC Men's Basketball Tournament. The men's basketball tournament taking place. Of course, women's basketball tournament starts today. Tip-off in about an hour and a half as Don Staley's squad takes on the Arkansas Razorbacks. The Arkansas Razorbacks. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Yeah, really excited for the weekend, guys. Really, really excited for the weekend. South Carolina, Clem sucks. Going to be a fun day tomorrow in Greenville. Shane Beamer, of course, confirming that he will be in the upstate. So, going to be a fun weekend, no doubt. Going to be a very fun weekend. Mm. Spilling my coffee on on my mug in here. I also want to shout out my dudes over at the Agoji podcast. Uh, a couple of former Gamecocks football players. This is a really fun combo, guys. Uh, Dawson Hoffman, Patrick Reedy, and I forget the other guy's name. Let me look this up really quickly. Let me look this up. He also, let's see, he also played football at Carolina. Here we go. Uh, Corbett Glick. Yeah, Corbett Glick. Yeah, so Corbett Glick, Dawson Hoffman, and Patrick Reedy all started their own podcast called the Agoji Podcast. And I actually went to their studio on, what was that, Wednesday night. Yeah, went to their studio, two-hour podcast, two-hour conversation, all things, I mean, South Carolina football, but life, business, contents, philosophy. I mean, we dove into the weeds on a lot of different things. So guys, I highly suggest you all check that out. It was really, really cool. It was really cool hearing from these guys because again, they all three played football at South Carolina. So hearing their perspective on TSUS and and, and my content, and they all love the Spurs up show. It's funny. You know, they, they were sitting there talking about Dawson Hoffman, talking about all these guys. They, they were in there for the must champ era. I think all three of them were. And they were saying like, Dude, I remember I've loved TSUS since the jump. Like, when we were on the football team, like, you said fire must champ. We were kind of sitting around like, yeah, this guy kind of kind of has a point. Like, I like this. So, it's it's funny how, you know, you, you see some of the slap dicks on social media. Oh, people in the locker room feel this way, and this guy feels this way, and the players and the co- – there's actually a lot of players that rock with TSUS heavily. There's a lot of players that rock with what we do. So – uh, the conversation, guys, again, I highly suggest it. It will drop tomorrow at noon, I think they said. It'll drop tomorrow at noon. Um, so be sure to check it out. I'll be sure to share. I'll, I'll be sharing a lot of the clips are going to be posting. So, yeah, going to be cool. Uh, Gamecock fan, you going to any games this weekend? No, I'm not. Live stream watch-alongs for all three games. I will not be in attendance at any of the three games. Looking forward to our live stream watch-alongs. I'll be right here plugged in in the studio uh, have my phone in front of me again. It's going to be a value add content-wise. I mean, there's just no debate, guys. It makes too much sense. There's no debate that I can make content at a much higher level, efficient level, being in studio, watching on TV, versus being there in person. 
And I got to be honest, and I, and I appreciate guys like Jonathan Hall, and there's, you know, like Nachos and Analysis, and, and there's, there's good Clem Sucks fans. Let's just throw that out. There are. There are. <clears throat> there's good Clem Sucks fans. <clears throat> but I'd be a damn fool to go to that game at their place. I'd be a fool, my guy. I'd be a damn fool. Absolutely. I got to be dumber than hell to go to that game. I don't value my peace going to a game like that. Shane Abbott, Alex Murdoch played for the Gamecocks. Honestly, I have no idea. I guess he did. He went to USC. I mean, who gives a damn? I, that's, I think if you're using that as a, as a slight, that's a really weird slight to use because the guy's old. Like, he, that South Carolina has nothing to do with his actions after he had left Carolina. So, I, I don't think that's a really good, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that that'd be a really good um, <laughs> diss at all. Slayer of Queens, Chase says, nah, you'd be straight. I mean, I probably would, Chase. I probably would, but you know what? You know as well as I do. It just takes one jackass. It takes one idiot. And uh, people are crazy, bro. I mean, people are crazy. Clem Sucks fans, obviously not very fond of me. There's many that I'm sure would love to take a swing at me. So it, it's just not a position, Chase, I'm willing to put myself in. It's just not. It's just not. It's a position that, I mean, listen, I, we, 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 I've gone down this rabbit hole before and I, I've, I've explained all this before. So I'm not going to do so again, but, uh, you know, I want to be able to enjoy the game and and watch it and 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 just be relaxed and and all that. So, you know, and also again, it comes back to the content side of things. It just it just makes too much sense in regards to creating great content. I can do so at a much 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 higher level being plugged in at home, much higher level. So, it is what it is. Um, babes and waves, where the rowdy roosters at? Babes and waves, I don't know where they at. I'm sure they'll be around all weekend long, my friend. All weekend long. Uh, Bet online. Let's see. Interesting. Bet online has got odds. That is very interesting. My guy Dalton brings it up. I guess betonline.ag. Bro, they got they got odds for everything, dude. I guess they've got college baseball odds. Let's see, do they have women's basketball? If they're going to have college baseball odds. Oh, here we go. NCAA. NCAA basketball game. No, I don't see anything for South Carolina. Where are you seeing college baseball, my guy? I'm looking up on this book that Dalton's on, and I, I do not see. Let's see, baseball. Okay, here, here's baseball. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, here it is. South Carolina, Clem Sucks. Gamecocks are minus 110 tonight. Clem Sucks is minus 120. So they're almost like at a pick em. That That feels wrong, doesn't it? No, so they're they're actually making Clem sucks the favorite. My God, hammer, hammer the Gamecocks, hammer the Gamecocks. Good Lord, good Lord. Hunter Kelly live at ten thirty. Yes, Hunter. In case you missed it, 
TDC 10 to 12 today. 10 to 12 because women's basketball in the SEC tournament tips off at noon. That is why. That is why. In case you guys didn't understand, Will Hall uh, just joining. Weather still looking okay for tonight? Yes, I actually posted the hourly weather reports. Um, what, you know, rain is, you know, so here we go. <clears throat> Two o'clock, it's 20%. Three o'clock, 46%. Four o'clock, 80%. Five o'clock, 90%. Then at six o'clock, it's 80%. Seven o'clock, 30%. Eight o'clock, 20%. So we should be good. I think it's probably going to be a delayed first pitch, but the game should be happening. I'd be shocked if it didn't, like I said. So, yeah. I would be shocked if it did not. Again, guys, 843790337. How about that, though? A lot of great, by the way, guys, a lot of great college baseball this weekend. A lot of great games. Um, Let's see here. My guy AUPPL has published the schedule. Let's see who we got. How about Charlotte, Virginia Tech? That's an interesting, interesting series there. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Louisiana Campbell, Cal State Fullerton, and Texas. Now that is a hell of a series. Georgia, Georgia Tech plays this weekend. You got Florida and Miami, which I'm surprised that's not one of his featured. One of his featured uh, graphics there. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Florida, yeah, Florida, Miami's at 630. They're on SEC Network Plus. So, a lot of great college baseball this weekend. A lot of great college baseball. Mm-hmm. My guy, Chase, what a legend. What a legend you are, sir. Here we go. Let me throw this in here. Big Wash, the show started today at 10 o'clock. We'll be rolling till noon. Hunter Kelly, the SEC tournament is on SEC Network, my friend. Yes, Gamecock fan. Yes, Clem sucks ace Ryan Hammonds. He is out for the weekend. Out for the weekend with uh, something with his arm. You know, he's got some arm issues. So I, I had heard rumors that maybe he needs Tommy John, but at minimum, he's out for this weekend. I think Eric Backett said last night it's not – it's not too, too serious, but it's serious enough where he's missing the game. So, it is serious enough. Let's see. Again, I'm actually really surprised that uh, extra games. No. I'm really surprised there's no odds for the women's game. I, I'm just, I'm surprised at that. I'm surprised at that. Either way, whatever. We'd be a huge favorite anyway, so what difference does it make? What difference does it make? Hunter Kelly says, we're all so used to the routine. Well, Hunter, again, the reason that I moved the show up was because I, I was not going to sit here and be live noon to two while the women were playing, right? It's just disrespect. We all want to tune in, watch the game. I'm excited to see what the Gamecocks do today. 
obviously we are all expecting the W, but that is why I was doing so. Uh, let me go on record, by the way. We have not dropped a graphic or anything. Probably will not do so, but I'll go on record. I am predicting the Gamecocks not only to get the W today against Arkansas, but I do think Dawn Staley, South Carolina, will get their revenge for last year, right? Remember, lost to Kentucky. Did not win the SEC tournament. Did go on to win the national title, the one that matters. But I think the Gamecocks will have a chip on their shoulder they will get it done, and I think you'll see South Carolina yet again hoisting that trophy on Sunday afternoon, winning the SEC tournament. I think this team wants to be perfect. I think this team wants to go wire to wire and stay unblemished on the season. Again, I think they'll get the job done. Gamecocks will win the SEC tournament. Are there other quality teams in this tournament? Sure, could South Carolina be, find themselves in a close game? Sure, but nobody's on the Gamecocks level. And if South Carolina plays their game, I know we all agree there's nobody that can touch them. So uh, I've got South Carolina Sunday afternoon. They will be hoisting the trophy, and they will win the SEC tournament this weekend in Greenville. Luke RJ, the home team for the baseball game in Greenville. South Carolina is the home team. We are the home team. So Really, really good stuff. Guys, we're going to jump into our first break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more here on this Friday. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls. 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. So here on this Friday, TGIF. Really, really excited to be chatting with you all here on this Friday, indeed, March the 3rd. Gamecocks taking on Sucks this weekend. The SEC tournament beginning for the women's in about a, just a little bit over an hour. Just a little bit over. A little bit over an hour here. My guy. <clears throat> my guy let's see guys we've posted a graphic the series preview graphic game against Clem sucks and it is as lopsided as you'd imagine with the Tigers coming in losers of four in a row um South Carolina of course undefeated on the season and literally South Carolina has the advantage in practically every single statistical category uh, the only things that Clem Sucks has the advantage on, they've hit 22 doubles compared to South Carolina's 12. They've stolen 28 bases compared to the Gamecocks' 15. And they literally do not have the advantage in any pitching statistic. <laughs> or fielding, for that matter. So the Gamecocks, again, you feel like you're in a really, really good position. You should be able to take care of business. We will see what happens, but... Uh, yeah, I think you got to feel really good, feel really confident. I know I am for sure. I know I picked a win two of three, you know, and now Ryan Ammons is out for the Tigers as well. It's going to be really, really tough for them, I think, to to find anything, to be honest. Going to be really tough. Going to be really, really tough. So, Luke RJ, how many people do you expect to be at the basketball game Saturday at 1 o'clock against the Georgia Bulldogs? Yeah, it's funny. Luke RJ, we haven't even talked men's basketball really at any point. Um, how many people? <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I will go. 
I'd put it, Luke RJ, realistically, at like 2,000, maybe. 1,000. It, it ain't going to be very many. I mean, dude, you've got women's basketball. You've got baseball going on. I, I, I just don't – I don't know who would actively make the decision to go to, bas- to, to, go to the men's basketball game. And men's basketball is during the baseball game. Like, I, I just don't know who would actively make the decision to go to that and, and, and allocate their time and energy to that. I, I don't know who would. I don't know why. Unless you're a parent of a player or a relative or you're a significant other of a player. Like, I don't know why you would. Or you're, you know, you – who? Who is? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, James Kendall, no mercy rule this weekend, fellas. I hear you. Yeah, pour it on, James. Pour it on. I agree with you, man. Pour it on. Uh, John Ever, what year are the three Clem sucks starters? Well, John Ever, one of them's TBA. So, yeah, one of them's TBA. The other kid, Tristan Smith, I know is a true freshman. And then they are throwing tonight Gordon, Austin Gordon. I think he's a sophomore. Hold on, I can tell you in two seconds. I believe, yeah, he is a, yeah, sophomore. Six foot four, 200 pound righty, went to Myrtle Beach High School. How about our Myrtle Beach folks from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina? Uh, a season ago, had a 1 0 record, two saves, a 5.14 ERA, and 17 relief appearances. Opponents hit 229 against him, 31 Ks and nine walks. So, throws a lot of strikes. Uh, let's see. Number 40, sophomore. In the nation, by in the preseason by perfect game, number 14, ACC prospect for the 2024 draft in the preseason by perfect game. So, let's turn to the phone lines here. Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. Robbie, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, sir. Oh, boy. I am still suffering from food coma from last night, man. Holy crap. You're still suffering from food coma. What did you have? Yes. We went to Logan's for Mary and our birthday last night. That sounds awesome. It's incredible. Oh, dude. I had a I had a steak with a bit with a slightly not quite loaded baked potato. The only thing that wasn't on it was sour cream. How do you, Robbie and Davis? How do you, how do you like your steak? How do, you, how do you get it cooked? I'm curious. Well, I used to get it cooked well done because I wasn't really. I was, for a while. I wasn't a big fan of seeing any, you know, uncooked meat. Uh-huh. But with the way the steak was cooked last night, it was, it was, it was good. How was it cooked though? Did you get it well done? Uh, no, I got it uh, medium. I think medium well. Okay. Yeah, well well done is, so is, a, a, little is, a, bit, is a savage. There was a move. little bit of there was a little bit of uncooked meat, but not too much. <clears throat> so you're not you're not one of these people that gets it like rare, basically. Or or, or medium rare. Yeah, no, that diet will never that will never happen. <laughs> if I'm gonna eat a steak, it's gonna have to be cooked <laughs> to an extent. Okay, I'm just saying. Indeed. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. That's awesome. It was great. And usually I'm done drinking my coffee by the time the show comes on, but I'm still drinking my coffee. 
You uh, you put creamer in your coffee, Robbie? Your creamer guy? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I'm actually drinking some white chocolate caramel coffee with some chocolate caramel creamer in it. Now I understand why you have so much energy. My God, sir. That's a cup of syrup. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's pre- the, the, the creamer is pre- the, the creamer is fuego, okay? It is fire, okay? It is good. But, uh, anyways, I do not give a flying monkey fart about no mercy rule this weekend. If you got a chance to score 20 or more, do it. We're playing Clemson. No mercy. Mercy does not exist this weekend. Mercy is not in the vocabulary of a South Carolina baseball player this weekend. They will, Clemson will get mercy whenever they get on the bus and go back to Clemson. That's whenever they get mercy is on Sunday whenever they leave Columbia and are licking their wounds. I would agree. Yeah, bring it to them all weekend, man. I'd, I'd agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just take three dubs however mm-hmm. we get them. But I, I – uh, yeah. And I definitely – think that today the Lady Gamecocks are going to have a barbecue and and hog is on the menu. Yeah, I think today's going to be a lot of fun, for sure. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm picking them to win it all. I mean, I, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if they didn't. Yeah. Um, you know, Same I, I, here. I would, I would, too. I mean, I will say this is a team that's that's played some close games and and, and yeah. So you know you got to avoid the slip up, but no, I, I I think you know we all feel confident. We should feel confident. South Carolina, if they play their game, right. is, is the best team. Right. And I definitely do believe that if Boston and Cardoso are on their A game, or if anybody is on their A game, or 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 if us as a whole, if we play our A plus game, I don't think there's nobody on in this tournament that can beat us, to be honest with you. Yeah, I do. I'd agree. If we are, if we play our A-plus game today and all weekend, you might as well go ahead and just give us the go-ahead already and give us the trophy. Because if that happens, that trophy's coming to Columbia. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree, man. I think we're going to win it all. And I'm hope I'm really hoping that the, the weather subsides today because I'm going to try to watch the baseball game and uh, also uh, watch your live stream at the same time. So I'll, I'll try to I'll try to multitask. <clears throat> I appreciate that, Robbie. I, I really do. I appreciate that. Even though multitasking is not my strong suit, but I'm going to try it just to see how it goes. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> get your devices, oh, no get your devices but, out, and uh, yeah, we'll have us a night. So <laughs> we will have us. Oh, a night. for sure, for sure. But um, but yeah, I'm uh, 
excited for the series this weekend, excited for uh, 12 o'clock. Shoot, after this phone call, I might go walk, try and get some steps in before tip-off. You ought to, man. But, uh, Why not? Get you 10,000. I ain't going to be able to hit 10,000 before tip-off, oh. but I'll get pretty close probably. <laughs> but uh, I think, and I do believe that um, – our pitching staff for this weekend is better than Clemson's. No slight, I'm not having no slight towards Clemson, but just from what I've seen the last, the first couple of weeks of the season, okay, I think that our pitching staff is right now head and shoulders above Clemson. And I think it'll, it, I think, I think today and tomorrow and, and Sunday it'll, it'll show. I mean, Robbie, I, I don't think, again, I know in football, we, we a lot of times we compare position units, like where does South Carolina have the advantage? Where does the opponent have the advantage? You go mm-hmm. down the list of quarterback, running back, receiver, O-line, whatever. You go through that. So if you were to do yeah. that for this baseball series, I, I just, I simply do not know where Clem sucks has the advantage. I don't think they have an advantage at all, anywhere, anywhere. I mean, right. I, I think you could realistically I mean, argue with, I mean, with, with Ryan Ammons being out, their ace, you could argue the pin pitching staff is better than than Clem Sucks' pitching staff. I, I don't even think that's a hot take. I think when when this weekend's over, you'll say that Penn was better than Clem Sucks, at least on the pitching side of things, with, with, with their ace being out. So, you know, the Tigers yeah. will throw nothing at you you have not seen. And, and, again, you've got the advantage across right. the board, so now it's just all about taking care of business. I think South Carolina will get three right. quality performances out of their starters. I think their bullpen will continue to shove. And, uh, you know, as long yeah. as the bats just don't go ice cold for whatever reason, yeah, it should be a very fun weekend. Mm-hmm. You should take the series at minimum, and I think you'll have a great opportunity this week. For sure, for sure. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and get over here because it is almost 11, so I'm going to try and get as many steps in as I can before 11.50. <laughs> I got you. Robbie, appreciate you calling in, so, man. Uh, Always a pleasure. Oh, no problem. No problem. Go Yardcocks. Go, go, go Yardcocks. Go Lady Gamecocks and Zach Gummit. To hell with Clemson. To hell with them. Well no said. Mercy. Well said, my friend. No mercy. mercy. No mercy indeed. All right, buddy. All right, Have buddy. A great weekend. Yeah, man. You too. Take care. We'll talk soon. Great stuff from Robbie Davis, as always. Yeah, no mercy. No mercy. But again, guys. I mean, I look at the weekend, I look at the series, and I mean, even before Ryan Ammons went down, we felt we felt good about it. Um, you know, this one, it's it's interesting, right? You don't need any extra juice or any extra storylines, or it's South Carolina, it's Clem sucks on the on the on the diamond. I mean, the 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 history, the the tradition, the you know everything that makes this rivalry great. I mean, there's so many things. You you don't need anything extra for this weekend, but there really are. There's some extra motivation, I think, for South Carolina. You know, the Monty Lee factor. And I saw somebody comment on Twitter about, you know, if Monty Lee's got a chip on his shoulder, that's his problem. Like, it was, you know, he had every opportunity at Clem Sucks to do well. And it's, and you know what? That might be true, but still, they fired him. So, again, I think you would be, I think you would be foolish to think that, like, he doesn't want to shove it and stick it to them, right? I think you'd be foolish. So you got that factor. And I also think, too, man, you, you've got a lot of guys on this South kind of roster that endured being swept last year. 
and hearing about it all season long. So I don't think you got to explain to them how big this weekend is. You know, you don't want to overemphasize the rivalry series because it's a long season, but this one's important, man. It's it's important. There's no other way to slice it. This one's really important. And, uh, you know, especially with, again, just the clear advantage you have from a roster standpoint. And now Ryan Ammons is out for the weekend. And, you know, uh, Clem Sucks is scrambling on the bump. You should take advantage. You, 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 sh- you should take advantage, bottom line. Um, you know, I want to see this team, though, all weekend be even keel. I, I want to see this team control the emotions. And, and I do think it's actually a benefit and an advantage to South Carolina that they've got a bunch of guys that, you know, they've got veteran guys, right? We talk about the lineup, and Mark Kingston preached all preseason about the, the veteran presence they injected with guys like Will McGillis from Southern Miss, Caleb Denny from Oral Roberts, Gavin Cassis from Vandy, you know, all of your – your guys that are currently sophomores that are a year older from last year. I, I think you've got a veteran group that will not will not allow the moment to be too much, right? I, I don't think you're going to see them pressing. I think it's going to be a bunch of guys that are very, very workmanlike, very businesslike, because this game is hard enough and this series is big enough. So when you start adding some pressure, when you start adding pressure internally and you start overthinking it, well, that's where craziness can happen. That's where, again, you see these leadoff walks, two-out walks, um, you know, errors being made and just things that are not in your character. That's where you see that happening. And I think South Carolina will be composed this weekend. I think the Gamecocks will take care of their business. Uh, and, and I think you'll see a group because this is a series that comes down to the little things, right? It comes down to all the things, the fundamentals that I just mentioned. There's a reason why I don't give keys to the weekend for baseball because it's always the same. It's all about pitch well, play good defense, get timely hits. That's what it all comes down to. So the team that does that, the team that, does that better uh, will have a successful weekend and, and will win, and I think that team will be the Gamecocks. I do. I, I think South Carolina, again, I, I think you feel great about your starting rotation. You feel great about your pitching staff as a whole and what you'll be able to do against the Clemsucks lineup. That really doesn't have a ton of pop. I, you know, let's be honest. They just They lack that star power. I mean, Caden Grice can go yard here and there. Cooper Ingle's a good player. Blake Wright's a good player. Uh, the freshman, Canarella, he's solid, but – you know, they, they don't have that pop that many, many, many other teams you play this season have. And then again, on the bump, they're scrambling, looking for answers, got hit around by UCF last weekend, and and now they're down their best pitcher. So everything lines up for the Gamecocks to have a big weekend. Everything lines up for it. So should be a lot of fun. Again, 843-790-3377. Panic Ritter, I'm worried about the ladies and baseball today. Panic Ritter, I say this with all the love in the world, pipe down, slap dick pipe down slap dick you miserable son of a bitch panic ritter just sometimes brother sometimes i mean panic ritter you wonder why people talk shit to you on twitter but like there's a reason dog there's a reason the only time you comment is when it's negative you don't ever give praise you don't ever you never have confidence i don't know i'm getting a little i'm getting a little weary of the panic ritter stick i'm getting a little weary of it you know, I mean, golly, Panic Ritter. Like, I don't say this a lot, but find some joy, Panic Ritter. You need to get yourself a girl, Panic Ritter, straight up. You need to get yourself a girl, a hobby, something. Something to do. Something. Find some joy, Panic Ritter. My God. That should be your 2023 uh, resolution is do enough to have your nickname changed from Panic Ritter to just Adam Ritter. That's your name, Adam Ritter. I don't want to call you Panic Ritter anymore. What is it going to take? 
What will it take, my guy? What will it take? I love my boy Ritter, but damn, you got slapdick, slapdick mentality. I mean, you just got a slapdick mentality. D1Baseball.com staff picks are in and out of the, let's see, out of three, seven, 11 guys on their staff, one has pit Clem sucks to win the series. Shotgun Spratling, whoever the, whoever that is. Whoever that is, I don't know. Everybody's picking Georgia Tech except Mike Rooney, who's taking the dogs. How about that? There's going to be upsets, though. I mean, there's there's just going to be upsets. Anyways, I'm not meaning to single out Ritter, but you know what? You, You inject yourself into the comments. You just, you know. I mean, literally, Panic Ritter, literally the women have not lost a game all year. And you have been worried at every turn. Worried at every turn. When does the worry stop, my guy? When does it... Or I think Panic Ritter is just is just is trolling me. I think Panic Ritter is just a dude who's who's it's a shtick. I really believe that at this point because there's just no way. There's just no way. Maybe I'm wrong though. I, I don't know. I've been wrong before. Anyways, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. That is eight four three seven nine zero. Three three seven seven. Somebody said, I think Ritter is a Clem Sox fan. You know, maybe so. Guys, really excited to see Will Sanders toe the rubber tonight. I, I think this is a big this is a big one for Will. Big one for Will. Um, you know, was solid last weekend. But I think we want we're all itching to see like the dominant Will Sanders. We're all witch, itching to see the dominant version of Will. And I think we'll get it. I think we will get it tonight. I think you'll see his best stuff. I think you'll see his best outing, and I think he'll lead the Gamecocks to a game one win. You know, I I I I I picked two of three with Ammons out. Am I going to create another graphic and go back? And, no, not necessarily. But I I I'm expecting a sweep. I, I'm expecting South Carolina to sweep this series. I mean, baseball is a crazy game. Baseball is a crazy game. But I I just again, unless something just unexpected. I mean, and it could right. You could go cold, but South Carolina realistically should sweep this series. They absolutely should. They absolutely they have the advantage at every turn. They have the advantage at every single turn. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Babes and Waves says, speaking of finding joy, you always seem to have a positive look. Where do you find your motivation and inspiration in life? You seem to have it dialed in. That's a great question, Babes and Waves. You know, I've talked about before that I'm I'm fueled by gratitude and 
perspective. And I know I speak on those things a lot, but they are truly the foundation of, of how and why I operate the way in which I operate. I mean, I, I, I really do. I mean, you make a good point, Braves, Babes and Waves. Like, I, I, I distance myself from, like, negative talk, negative chatter, negative emotion. And that's not to say, like, be delusionally happy or delusionally optimistic, right? There's, like, real self-work that must take place to process things and to come to grips with things and, and to accept things, right? And to accept things. But, you know, I, I just wake up every day, babes and waves, truly, genuinely grateful for the opportunity to do what I do and excited for it. I, I mean, really. Um, I have great perspective because I've I've been unfulfilled. I've I've you know I, I feel like you look at great people in life, and I'm not saying that you have to go through terrible things to do great things, but I think there's something to be said about people that must go through adversity and hardship and struggle to really appreciate and achieve greatness, and also appreciate it while they're in it. Right, you know, I've, we, we've probably all heard this, but I've heard this before that you know strong men make easy times. Easy times make weak men. Weak men make hard times. Hard times make strong men. And that cycle just goes on and on and on. But really the emphasis and why I brought that up, hard times make strong people, you know. And so going through adversity and having perspective, though, is really truly what it is. Having perspective. Being able to have expected and, and have gratitude <clears throat> and be in alignment with yourself and 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 constantly doing that self-work. And, you know, again, man, I, I'm just grateful every single day that I wake up. You know, I'm, I'm grateful for all the little things. I take nothing for granted. You know what I mean? I know how how fortunate I am to be in the position that I'm in. And, you know, I, I, I feel like life, I believe life is happening for me, not to me. You know, I believe everything happens for a reason. You know, I practice stoicism. You know, I, I never allow myself to get too high or too low. Now, there's times, obviously, I live life with a lot of passion, so I get excited about things. But I always keep my emotions in check. You know, I, I don't have any sort of temper. I don't ever, you know, and I, and I see people, you know, what's funny is, is I see people on social media that, like, they only get a view of, you know, I'm, I'm talking crap about Clem Sucks or, or creating content. But, I mean, I, I'll make the point, you know, because people are like, God, he has such resentment in his heart and such hate. And I'm like, guys, it's it's just for content, man. I, I don't I don't wake up every day or go to sleep every night with just, like, this harboring, this hate and this resentment and this, this, this negative emotion. It's all in good fun. I mean, that's really the way I look at it. It's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. It truly is. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, man, I mean, my, my gratitude and my perspective are truly what drive that. And I think that's where my – <clears throat> that's where my happiness comes from. I, I would, I would say that is the basis of it. That's the foundation of it. Um, now there are certainly other things and my, my daily routine and, and uh, you, you know, other things as well, but uh, that's a great question. That's a great question. Cause I think it's something you have to really sit down. It's like, why am I happy type of deal? Right. Why am I happy? And I, and I like to think that I've, I've, I've crafted my life in a way where like, no matter how much money I make or, like material things don't sway my happiness. You know what I mean? Th th those types of things don't sway my happiness. I'm happy because, again, of my gratitude, and my perspective, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fulfilled in what I do, and 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 I, I wake up and I pursue my my dreams, and 
and passions and goals. And I, and I, you know, that's, that's what fuels me in life. And I, I starve my insecurities and my, and my anxieties, if you will. Um, so, and I surround myself with people who make me better, who push me to be the best version of myself, who, who love me unconditionally. You know what I mean? Like I only surround myself with those types of people. I do not surround myself with people that, that are, uh, you know, that, that they're, that are, that are energy thieves, if you will, or, or vibe destroyers, if you will, or, or anything of that nature. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm very careful of who's in my circle. My circle's extremely small. It's extremely small. Um, and it's on purpose. That's on purpose. Um, but I mean, it, and it's really too, you know, babes and waves. I think you have to understand, <clears throat> you have to realize that happiness is a choice. It is a choice. It really is. You know, everything in life, you can choose to see it one of two ways, the positive or the negative. You know, outside of some extreme things, right, that are that are very traumatic events. Right? I'm not saying that, like, you know, there's some there's some things that happen that it's like, you know, that you have to process and deal with, and it's and it's and it's tough to do so, right? It's a struggle. But most things in life, you can see one way or the other. You can see the positive or the negative. You have that choice, right? Because what people don't realize is like the universe is completely neutral. Reality's neutral. To a tree, there's no such thing as good or bad. Right. There isn't to a plant. There's no such thing as good or bad. It's the labels that we put on things that, you know, make them. We allow them to affect us. Positively or negatively. So, I, you know, I, 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 I practice that daily and it's something also you work on. You know what I mean? You're not just like, oh, I'm happy forever and ever and I don't have to do anything else. Like I constantly am working on. Uh, you know, I do breath work. You know, you ask, do you meditate? Do you read the Bible daily? Um, I'll meditate here and there. It's something I'd like to do more of. But if I'm in a space where I feel like my mind is cluttered and things are crazy, like I, I will definitely sit down and and uh, just close my eyes and 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 shut off my brain or, or, or like try to empty my brain or just sit with my thoughts for 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. But uh, I do daily breath work. I do yoga in the morning, like a light yoga. I'm not, I don't do like a full-on class, which I'd like to get into that, and I think I will. I'm going to incorporate that in my daily routine. Uh, but I do breath work, do a quiet time yoga while my coffee is brewing, if you will, stretching, if you will, to, again, just be present moment, clear the mind. Um, but, you know, you think about it, like, what is the opposite of happiness? I would say it's anxiety. Like, most people have anxiety. Anxiety is just you being worried about something that is either already happened, is out of your control, it's done with, it's over, or something that has not happened yet. If you're truly present moment, you're not anxious. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not feeling anxiety. If you if you're just living in this present moment space, and I find myself in that. The only time that I feel any sort of anxiousness is if I'm sitting here creating this content, but I'm thinking about. Well, I, got, I got to do this in the studio. I got to cook this for lunch. I got to, I got to do this content. I got to do this next week. We got this. If I'm just present moment and like, that's robbing me of being in the present moment and, and doing the best possible work I can possibly do and providing the most value. So why would you live that way? You know what I mean? So that's a robber of happiness as well. So it's something you got to work on, right? Because the, the hustle and bustle and craziness of the world and people got a million things going on. It is something that can just sneak up on you and you can be anxious and you can be, you know, unhappy or you can be, you know, I mean, anxiety obviously leads to unhappiness. So it's something you have to practice, but if you believe happiness is a choice, then you can work on it. And, you know, I'm certainly not going to take credit for any of the things I'm telling you. Naval Ravikant is someone I, you know, I, I've consumed a lot of content, you know, from, 
from very, very smart people, philosophers, entrepreneurs, whatever. But Naval Ravikant is someone I've, I've got his book. I absolutely love the way he talks about, you know, happiness is a choice. And once you believe it's a choice, then you can start to work on it. You can do practices that, you know, you can take care of your body. You can do meditation. You can do yoga. And I'm not trying to preach woo-woo stuff to you, but this is real stuff. You know, if you believe in the energy and vibrations and, you know, we've all heard like you, you attract – you know, what type of person you are, you attract those types of things that come with being that type of person into your existence, into your life. So again, I could go down an entire chain. I mean, I, I literally think I could probably start a podcast and this type of stuff because I felt it and do feel it on a daily basis in my life. But again, I know that was a long winded answer um, to the, you know, where does your happiness come from? Again, if I boil it down, it really just genuinely comes from perspective and gratitude and I wake up every single day like excited I wake up excited to live life I wake up excited for life's next adventure right I really do and uh, I'm, I'm very blessed to say so because I, I know that you know keeping perspective again there's a there's a lot of people that maybe don't have that opportunity or they're you know I've been in that spot man I've been frustrated I've been I've been in the corporate world I've been in the cube I've been miserable I've been miserable flat out I mean I was not someone who wanted to answer to authority in that way. I didn't want to drink the Kool-Aid. I didn't, I didn't want to do things I didn't want to do. I didn't want to lease my time, to rent out my time to someone else. You know, I don't like being told what I can and can't do. I like to do what I like to do. You know what I mean? So, I mean, my, my number one priority in life is freedom. It's freedom, man, bottom line, bottom line. And, and listen, my my, you know, I think there's there's nothing wrong. Everybody's wired different, right? That's what that's one of the things I don't like about social media. Some people on social media, you'll go on like TikTok, you'll go on this, go on that, and you got people that are looking in the camera and like, you should be doing this. If you're not if you're not starting a business and working a hundred hours a week and taking this and that, like, there's some people that can just be happy doing nine to five. There's nothing wrong with a nine to five in some degrees, like having structure, having a nice salary, supporting yourself, support your family, like. Some people don't want to be a number one. Some people aren't comfortable with taking risks to that degree. That's okay. Like, I, I don't think you should be bullied in, into being an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Like, that's not for everybody. But for me, I was miserable in the corporate world. I was flat out miserable. I hated it. Um, you know, I, I just was somebody, man, like growing up, I always loved doing things that that moved me. You know what I mean? Like inspired me that, uh, that I was passionate about. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I chose to play baseball over golf, for example, because I was – passionate about baseball I love golf I love it but I was passionate about the process that was the difference I was passionate about the process going to go into the field going to the workouts everything I lived it and that's exactly how, how I feel about business as well hey let's jump to the phone lines here Austin Austin what's up man how are you hey I'm good how about you bud I'm doing fantastic man appreciate you asking what's up I got one question. I'll jump off here. Where do you, uh, you realistically see a football program at the year, the end of the year in 2025? 2025. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's tough to project realistically because of the transfer portal recruiting, whatever. I'd like to think by end of year, 2025 though, we're winning double digit games. I'll just say that. I mean, do we win an SEC? I have no idea. I have no clue, but I'd like to think we are, in that double-digit win mark. So, I mean, two years from now. So, yeah. I mean, if, we can, if, we're, if we're winning double-digit games, man, I'll be thrilled. I'll be absolutely ecstatic. So, that's, that's what I'll say. I think we're winning 10 games that season. Okay. 
Sounds good. Thank you, buddy. Have a good day. Austin, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a tough one to answer, but uh, I mean, you know, we all like to think that being ball to the moon, we're on the up and up, and yeah, so. Luke RJ, let's say only three pitchers see an appearance in game one. Well, Will Sanders is the starter, but who is the setup man in the seventh and eighth, and who's the closer? Yeah, so of course Sanders will go. I, I think it looks like Kate Austin is going to be the first guy out of the pen. I think some, well, I think, and Luke RJ, to your point, I, I think that some of it will have to do with like what the score is. If it's seven to nothing Carolina, we might not throw our best guy. We, we, we don't have to throw Kate Austin. I mean, we have so many options, right? We could throw uh, we could throw Dylan Askew. We could throw Austin Williamson. We could throw we, hell, we could throw James Hicks. He's good to go. I mean, there's there's you know, there's a number of guys, but let's say it's a tight ball game. I think Kate Austin's gonna be your first guy out of the pin. I think in your eighth inning, maybe a Jackson Phipps could go. And I think the closer, I think they like Chris Veach. I think they like Chris Veach. Had two saves last weekend. <clears throat> Obviously, you're going to see Matthew Becker pitch at some point in a long relief, or maybe, hell, he closed the game last weekend. So, I think you got a bunch of different guys. You know, Luke, RJ, it's it's kind of rare in college baseball that, you know, in the MLB, the roles are so well-established. Like, if you're a closer, you're a closer. There's guys that become seventh-inning guys, eighth-inning guys. Sometimes you have that in college, but other times, like, th those roles, I think, kind of sort of as we go throughout the season, they develop themselves. You know, this – I don't know that this team has a Matt Price on it, but um, I, I think Kate Austin is your first out of the pin guy. Becker's a pin guy. I think they like Veach at the closer spot right now, and again, for good reason. Again, he's got two saves, has good stuff, has that mentality. So, I think that's probably who you'll see. I think that's probably Luke RJ who you'll see. Again, they brought Jackson Phipps out in the game last Friday as well when it was pretty close. I think they like him from the left side. So, um, those would be the guys I would think you'd probably see tonight if the game is close, if the game is close. So, guys, that being said, let's go ahead and jump into a break. On the other side, I'd like to continue to hear from you. More of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. How about this quote coming from yesterday's media availability? Didn't even see it. I don't know if Bruin Nation's tuned in or not. <clears throat> Trey Knox said Lenoris Sellers might have the strongest arm on the team. Quote, he flicks his wrist, and it's going 60 yards. Okay. How about it? The Lenoris Sellers hype has officially started. Again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in here on this Friday. I know with the time change, a little bit different, obviously, a little bit uh, could, could, could be a little bit strange and deter people from tuning in. But I appreciate you all jumping on. Here we go. Let's jump back to the phone lines. Dalton. Dalton, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic, my friend. I appreciate you asking. What's going on? That's great. So, uh, as you have seen, I posted in the Discord that I'm on a bit of a gambling run uh, right now. I made $300 yesterday. I did my see question that. is, tonight we're going into this game as minus 110. is basically even money on both sides. Mm. How much money should I risk on the money line tonight <laughs> on Carolina? 
Uh, as as much as you're comfortable with losing, I'll just put it that way. I mean, I, I like. I, listen, gonna... I love the bet. I think it's a. I think it's a lock. I think South Carolina. I'd be absolutely shocked if uh, Will Sanders did not get the dub tonight. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked. I can't believe those are the odds. To be honest with you, I know it's at their place, but I mean that to me doesn't even make a bit of difference. To be honest with you, so I think you're. you're however much you want to throw on it, my guy. I think you're. Uh, you know, I think you're in a good. So spot. over under the total. What do you think about the total over under eleven for the game what tonight? Are you taking. Yeah. You know what's interesting because the wind's going to be blowing hard at Doug Kingsmore. I don't know if it's going to be blowing out or that would be really useful information. I'd probably go under. I, I mean, are we going to score? Yes, but I I I think we're going to shut them down. Like I I think if I had to predict tonight. I mean, here's the thing. 11, could I see it being a 9-2 ball game? For sure, I could. I, I'll go, I think tonight it'll be something around like 7-2, to something like that. I, I don't know that it hits 9. I mean, I, I think it's more likely it goes under than over. Let me say that. Because I think our pitching is going to dominate. So, unless we score 10 or 11 runs, it may not get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I with the metal bat, it's just hard to take the under on any game yeah. in college, personally. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know what the pitching situation for Clemson is, but, I mean, we, we've got our best pitcher tonight, right. presumably. So, <clears throat> right. I would tend to goes up to 11 mm -hmm. as well. But it, it was just insane to me that we're the quote-unquote underdog. I mean <laughs> – when you look at it, minus 110 to minus 20, mm -hmm. there's basically no difference in, in those lines. So, you know, I, I don't know that you can really say that we're the underdog. Uh, but but that was that was kind of interesting to me that that was the, the actual line mm -hmm. on the book. Another question Indeed. is right now the women, the women are minus 190 to win the NCAA yeah. tournament. Are you taking it? Oh yeah. Who's gonna beat them? I mean, I mean, who would beat them? I don't know, but uh, the tournament's weird. It it was it's interesting to see a minus line for uh, the winner of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's I just guess, when yeah. you're when you're that big of a favorite, when you're as good as South Carolina is, um, you know, I understand it. I do understand it. We'll see how we do in the SEC tournament, though. Hopefully, we don't have another letdown game like we did against Kentucky. But at the end of the day, I mean, winning the national championship mm -hmm. is much more important than winning the SEC championship. But yeah, I'm sure you'll see this comment, by the way, in the uh, in the Discord. But Chase, our good buddy Chase, says, "Dalton, please don't put any money on us, Jesus, for the love of all things Cox. Don't do it." <laughs> So Chase is saying, I'm, I'm, I would just, He thinks – he. I guess he thinks you're a jinx. I don't know. I, I guess he – but you – I mean, I don't know why he's saying that because, I mean, you've put money on the Gamecocks many times in one, right? So, I mean, I, I, I feel like you've bet on South Carolina either spread or anything, money line many a time and one. So, I, I – Yeah, I've lost, I've lost a lot, but I've also won a lot. Yeah. So, so it's, I mean, yeah. I, I think it comes out in the box. Yeah, it's not I like it's not like every time. time you bet on the Cox, we we just like fall apart. So. No, no. 
But but yeah, I, I get it. You know, I'll bet oh, on yeah. that, but I won't touch. I mean, or dude, I, I listen. I I make a pick. I I make a pick, and it's claimed to be the kiss of death. I mean, you know, I I, I picked this to beat Clem Sucks during the football season, and you, you'd have thought I'd I kick somebody's dog. Like people were like, no, change the pick. You know, so I, I'm surprised nobody did that for the well, baseball series. I mean, granted, I guess maybe if I had picked the sweep, they would have said it was the kiss of death. But because I picked two of three, like it's okay. But I, I don't know. Do you think if we lose two of three close games this this week, not not like get blown out or anything, but you know, lose by like one or or whatever, do you think that that's gonna like be an indicator of of where we go in the season from here? Because, like, a lot of more casual fans, they don't really pay attention to anything before the Clemson series. And then if we win it, you know, then they're a little bit more invested. But if we lose, then yeah. it's like, oh, well, not that great. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I've, I I've mean, had I've had fans – Yeah, I mean, I've just – I was going to say to your point, I've had fans tell me that they literally, like, this is how baseball season goes for me. I don't really keep up with the non-conference. I tune in for the for the rivalry series. If we win two of three or sweep, my interest in baseball rises, and I tune in a little bit more and tune into SEC play if we're good. If we lose the rivalry series, I don't really tune in until SEC play and we show we're a good team. So, yeah, I mean, it's important from that standpoint for sure. But, you know, Dalton, it's, it's – again, I, I think it's unfair a bit to say that the, the whole season is just a wash if you don't win the series because, again, we've seen it before. But to that point, like let's just say this weekend the bats go cold, you can't hit with runners in scoring position. Like we see what we saw like last year offensively. Yeah, I think that could be a really poor indicator of what's to come. Um you know, I think it's an important weekend in regards to, you know, we've talked about as the competition increases, you know, you still being able to produce and, and showing offensively that, you know, because it's only going to get tougher. It's only going to get tougher in SEC play. So, you know, I, I think it's important to, you know, this is your opportunity against a, a power five opponent per se to, to, you know, to make your mark and, and to show up and to show out and, and make a statement this weekend, I think. So, it's important, man. It's it's important, no doubt. I mean, I, does it does one weekend define your entire season? Does one weekend in March define the year? Not necessarily, but when you think about all the things on the line, and you got swept last year, and you add money Lee to your staff and the former Clem Sucks players, and Mark Kingston's job status, and I mean, this is important. It's a big one, no doubt. Well, I mean, all I would say is like the key to this series for me is to be able to manufacture runs. Obviously. You know, the, the home runs, like, our guys have been hitting a, a ton of home runs, which is great. I mean, you know, the easiest way to score a run in baseball is, is to uh, hit one over the fence. So, that's good. But we – it seems like, you know, the last couple games of the Penn series, we would get runners in scoring position, and then we just, you know, let, it, let them off the hook. Mm-hmm. And against the better <clears throat> opponent – not going to be able to do that so I would be interesting to see just what our statistics you know tonight with runners in scoring position are and if we can sort of break that habit of only scoring on the home run ball and not being able to manufacture when there are runners in score well I tell you this Clem sucks is not a very good team but if you want to give a not very good team a shot in the arm and a feeling that hey we can win this series we can win a game whatever uh, leave runners in scoring position. 
do what you did in that Sunday game against Penn. It's kind of like in football where you like you let an underdog hang around, hang around, hang around, then you look up in the fourth quarter, and that underdog is like you're tied or you're within one score. They're like, damn, we can win this game, and now we actually believe we can win. So, you know, the more missed opportunities, I mean, it goes without saying, but the more missed opportunities you have, leaving runners in scoring position, leaving the bases loaded, not making their pitchers pay for mistakes, yeah, you give a team like a Clem Sucks a feeling of, damn, we're in this ball game. We can win this ball game. I think it's definitely important to your point that, you know, Clem Sucks is struggling on the mound. I mean, they're struggling. Now they're without Ryan Nammons, their best pitcher. If they're giving you these opportunities and you've been so good, drawing walks, hit by pitches, you've been patient, now you just got to get those guys in. So definitely hitting with runners in scoring position, situational hitting, uh, you know, hitting when you have the bases loaded, stuff like that, making their pitchers pay, certainly going to be a big point of emphasis this weekend. Yeah, I mean, obviously I want to see some home runs too, yeah. but, you know, beating Clemson is, is the main goal here tonight, and I have a feeling we're going to get it done. Yeah, I think we but will I as well. appreciate you. Oh. Yeah, for sure, Dalton. Hey, I appreciate yeah, you calling yeah. in, my guy. Yeah, I appreciate you calling in. Dalton, great stuff from our friend Dalton. Always a pleasure to hear from Dalton. And I think he makes great points. I think he makes uh, great points. All right, Gamecocks make top three for four-star quarterback Jaden Bradford. Penn State, NC State, and South Carolina. How about that? How about that? How about that? Jaden Bradford also follows us on Twitter. So is that a good sign? You tell me. So let's see, he's 2024, right? Let's see. 2024 four-star quarterback. Yes. Game Cox, just keep on keeping on on the recruiting trail. Chapin bread, indeed. Yeah, Chapin boy. Uh, Darren, oh, by the way, let me answer this question. Somebody asked, is the game being televised? So tonight, the game is on a ACC Network Extra. Tomorrow and Sunday, SEC Network Plus. So it's not on TV or anything, but if you got streaming, that is how you can watch the game. Darren says, Chris, I'm just glad we are winning baseball games. Fridays are the only day I get to watch TSUS live. Enjoy the content. Thank you, Darren. I'm glad you're tuned in. Just got back from Myrtle Beaching golf three days. Love that, Darren. Love that. What a week you've had. Just have, a, have a great weekend. Go Gamecocks. I'm sure the weather participated for you as well. What's up with the pollen in the water in Myrtle? What's, what's going on with you guys in Myrtle? What's up? What's up with that? I saw a picture yesterday. I was like, that's crazy. I've never seen such a thing in my entire life. Um. Anyways, yeah. Appreciate you tuning in, Darren. That's awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. Again, Gamecocks make top three for 2024. Four-star quarterback, Jaden Bradford. Really good stuff. Shane Beamer just keeps doing his damn thing. Uh, by the way, here we go from Ross Dellinger. As the SEC moves closer to a nine-game scheduling format, Nick Saban tells SI Now Sports Illustrated that Alabama's proposed three-game permanent opponents should be more balanced. They're giving us Tennessee, Auburn, and LSU. I don't know how they come to that. Well, 
two of those three are your rivals. Let's jump to the phone. All three of their rivals. Call from Chase Floyd. Chase, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, it's Friday, man. It's a good day. How it's, are you? Indeed, man. TGIF. I'm doing well. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, I was just going to touch on, you know, a little bit of the baseball stuff. And it's fun. I'm, I've been downtown all morning trying to rush to beat the the rush over there at Bon Secours and stuff, knocking out all this stuff before traffic and everything in game time. So I managed to do that, mm-hmm. knock out downtown. But it's fun because I've seen this time of year all the buses and all the other teams coming in and you see all these fans, you know, Tennessee and Oh, I saw Ole Miss's basketball team get off the bus this morning and stuff, and I wanted to holler at them, but it was kind of early, you know, just tell them I might as well get back on it. But I didn't. I, I probably should have, but I didn't. But, you know, it's fun because you see all these fans walking around heading towards the arena, and I, I'm just like, you know, it's, it feels good to be good knowing now there's a 99.9% chance that all these other fan bases are going to leave here disappointed. You know, it's, it's good to be good in something that you know all these people in town today over the weekend are going to leave mm. empty-handed and upset. So that's what I want to say about the uh, women's basketball team. Go Cox. I, you know, they're going to handle business with that dynasty that they're building over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that, that's always cool. Um, now I was just giving Dalton a hard time. I know during the Super Bowl weekend and stuff, that was the last time I think I've actually talked to him, you know, on Discord, uh, the voice channels and stuff. I know that was a hard weekend for him. And for me personally, every time I feel like I've bit Carolina, we've lost. So that was just me really speaking from my inner self, talking because I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I've won plenty of money on betting, but it seems like every time I think it's an easy win for us, I don't do it. So that was just me really talking to myself okay. uh, on there. Mm-hmm. But the baseball series, I'm like you. I think we would take two or three. I think it's really possible we do sweep. That's what I'm, you know, obviously you want to happen. But my only concern, I know you said the – you feel like every advantage points to us, and on paper it really does. But my only concern, and, you know, I don't know if it's because I've read too many panic Ritter comments this morning or or what, and I I wouldn't say I'm panicking, but I would just say, like you said, and what Dalton's kind of echoed, the Power Five, you know, competition. This is a rivalry series. It's a big one for uh, Mark Kingston, his job status. This is a big check mark for him going for this season. So that's going to be a stress level. If he shows it on the field, I think Monty Lee being here definitely helps. And I didn't realize Monty Lee had a 14-8 and record at Clemson against Carolina. So he had a lot more success than I thought against us while he was over, over there. So um, I thought that was an interesting point. But him being in the dugout is obviously helping us. So hopefully that, you know, that, that storyline is all pregame. And once, the, you know, once it's time for first pitch, all that doesn't matter anymore, and I'm right. pretty sure, it, you know, I don't think Clemson's going to handle him or give him too much hell because, I mean, overall he had a lot of success while he was there against us. Um, but my only concern is, like I said, the, is the schedule. I know you have gave Penn a lot of credit, and I'm not on Luke RJ's level either of saying they, that they shouldn't, mm. but it's just like, I know they were – a lot of people were projected to get – let them finish fifth in the Ivy League. And then I know, like, Queens is scheduled 14th in their league, whatever that. So, it's just like their competition that Clemson's played so far has been a little bit better. I mean, we, we think we both – I can agree that Upstate is a legit team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, 
UCF, I mean, I don't know what they're projected, but I mean, they're like seven and one or whatever at this point, eight and one after that sweep. So they look to be pretty strong. Um, so I'm just saying that's the only thing is that have we really been battle tested? I mean, we, you can't help who you play. I know that. And I'm grateful to be where we're at. Obviously I'm not complaining about that, but this, this is a step up in competition, even though all the eggs look to be in this basket. But like you said many times, this is baseball. You never know what could happen. But them losing a picture to pitcher tonight obviously helps. And I like I said, I don't think we lose the series, but it does make me have a little bit of a yellow flag, not a red flag, but a yellow flag to the series just because of the competition being stepped up and it being a rivalry series and Marks Kingston's job status, mm. you know, it does it all right on this, but it's a big check mark or an X on his resume for this season. It really is. No, it is. So I'm just interested to see if if how all that plays out over the weekend. Um, and do you think that's you know am I crazy for thinking that, that you know it could that being a concern? I mean, I mean, just I mean, the, I, I think the, I think the uh, quality of opponent. Yeah, I, I think Clem sucks. non-conference schedule is definitely tougher than ours. That's that's what I. I mean, I literally mentioned that in the preseason that like they've got a lot of like intriguing <clears throat> intriguing midweek games not I mean UCF in a, in a three-game series I will say UCF was picked to finish second in the AAC behind okay, East Car- wow. behind East Carolina who I mean yeah, I'd literally okay. pick them to go to Omaha in the preseason yeah so, like, we know East Carolina yeah so UCS pretty good D1 baseball picked them as uh you know a projected regional team I will say by the way Penn was picked to finish second in the Ivy League not fifth so they, I mean, they, okay. yeah, so they, they were picked to finish behind Columbia. Who's kind of the, who's kind of the, the cream of the crop went in the postseason last year were, were in the regionals. Um, but I will say this, I mean, I, I would, I would say, how do you compare the talent between Penn and Clem sucks? And like, I, I know that a guy like there's some folks out there that it's hard to wrap your brain around how a team like Penn could have as much talent as a Clem sucks. And do I think Clem Sucks is probably deeper? Sure. But, like, I would take Penn to take two of three from Clem Sucks right now easily. Easily. Maybe sweet. Like, those arms we saw, I mean, they were guys that were going to Virginia Tech, yeah. going to Duke. Like, we saw legit. Right. I think we saw better pitching last weekend than we're going to see this weekend. I, I'm confident in saying that. Yeah. I, I really I really do. Good. I, I hope so. I mean, I, I, really, I, I don't I, think – I, I don't think Clem Sucks is rolling out a guy on Sunday throwing 95. I just – I don't think so. I mean, right. I don't give a damn what league you're in. Their Friday guy was picked to be the pitcher of the year in the conference. So, like, I don't give a damn what league right. you're in. That's – like, they had some dudes on the yeah. mound. They had some dudes. I don't care. Again, if you can't wrap your brain around that, then then go count down 182 days till college football season and we'll catch up with you then. But this is baseball and it's just not the right. same, dude. So, there's good players everywhere. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's basically all but I to got. Your, but to your point, I'll say this. I'm confident. I'm not overconfident in, in the sense of that I just right. – I know it's baseball and I know weird things can happen and all it takes is one weekend to completely flip a narrative and all it takes is, you know, this guy they're throwing tonight, he's got a – I mean, whatever. Everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. But all it takes is he shoves or they get hot, we get cold, and what do you know, the Tigers win two of three. So, like – it's crazier. I mean, right. it, crazy things. You have to expect the unexpected in baseball. I think it's going to be a very close competitive series. I, I'm not really expecting. I, I mean, I'd love to be pleasantly surprised and we win, you know, seven to one, nine to two, and, you know, five nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see that. I, I really would. But 
I just think because of the rivalry, like you're, I think you're going to get the Tigers' best shot. There's just no way they're just going to lay down and and, and let Carolina just, no, just run through. they're backed up against the wall. Yeah. 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 So, they're backed up against the wall. Yeah. So I, I think we're going to get their best. Like I said, I think we win, and I honestly see a very good chance we sweep. And that's obviously what, I'm, what I want, and I know you want as well. It's just that was my only little concern because I know and I feel like we've left a lot of people on base still in those nine games, and that kind of concerns me just a little bit because how long can you depend on the long ball? I know we're number one in the country, so even if we take a little drop-off in that, um, obviously our numbers will still look good after this weekend. But, you know, it's, you know, apples to oranges. It's nothing really big, but I was like, if I was going to nitpick something, that's my only concern for this weekend and I, I think we're going to be all right either way yeah. but it's 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 a big weekend not just for you know like mark kingston's job status but the rivalry series as a whole because i mean they've they swept us last year so the big sweet revenge this this year if we could turn around and do the same to them yeah that's all i got for you man i'm gonna get back off the phone and keep rolling i gotta i'm working so i'm trying to get done so before all this stuff happens this afternoon and Keep listening to the show. You do a great job, man. Chase you the man. Yeah, Chase you the man. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much for the call. Great stuff from our guy Chase, the Queen Slayer. Guys, we are going to get one final break here. I know we've got 10 minutes to go. We're going to cut it in half. Uh, more of your questions, comments, calls, more on the other side. You're tuned into the Daily Pro. All right, guys, we're back. Final five minutes or so here in the Daily Crow, taking your questions, comments, calls, 84379-0337. 790-3377. One could say it is a horrid weekend to be a Tiger. Indeed. Luke RJ. Camila Cardoso is my favorite player on the women's team. Six foot seven and nobody can stop right here. Let's turn up the phone lines. Call from Young Savage. Young Savage, what's up, man? What's up, man? How are you? How I'm are doing you I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's up? Well, I just just woke up this morning. Woke up this morning at 5 a.m. Just getting ready for this um, game at six at a live stream. And speaking of live stream, I gotta tell you this quick story. What happened last month on the 17th from Obian Day, and I had this feeling about this um, live stream that I got banned from live stream. And to be honest, be clear, I was missing all those missing um, missing um, Obian Day baseball and. I kind of feel like that. I, feel, I kind of feel sad because it's just not even right for me that I I I do not I do not want to get banned from that um baseball season. And to be honest, so it's the day it's the day that I got I got in this live stream. And you know, baseball is just kind of my um thing. And you know, all the things out there and going for everything they do, players and new same teams and the coach and. To ask for you, um, Chris, and I feel I feel like I'm still gonna do it by my own and just do it can completely up as I can to maintain from this um season to fail. And I just want to um grow and mature and some things. And you know, most importantly, by the way, and um, I gotta say, these I say baseball season will be a good year for it. Um. Good help to you for a team. So to support all the other players to Evan Zone and all them, because I know Beverly's out of the season, not be pitching. So that, that's that. But um, 
kind of think about um, something else that I just got off my mind. And um, when we came out with um, um, doing a YouTube YouTube um, thing from Monday, and I saw a opening day on YouTube, and I was like, wow, this is nice. And I gotta say, I gotta shout out to him too. His um, YouTube subscribers, yeah, I watch his YouTube every morning and night at 9 p.m. And I gotta say, and it feels very good, and it feels all right. And I just like all flat and move on to the past. Move on to all that. So I'm, I don't want to forget about that band live stream, live stream for anymore. But I'm ready to deal with this live stream, and today will be a good day for us um, today to be equipped against um, them. So I guess I what, what can I say? It's just, it's just a baseball season. That's all. Well said, Young Savage. You're the man. Appreciate you calling in. I don't know what he said, but I'm sure it was riveting. Uh, either way, uh, guys, got a couple minutes to go. Appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, really excited. Gamecocks are tipping off in just a minute or so, so we'll go ahead and get off of here because I want to make sure we're all able to tune in and watch as South Carolina <clears throat> begins their quest for the SEC Tournament Champion. Also, of course, guys, game day, game tonight. Probably will not get underway at 6 o'clock, but either way, the live stream tonight, uh, it will start when the game gets going, so just be sure to stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, guys, again, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Hey, again, seriously, man, seriously. Y'all allow me to wake up, do what I love to do every day, pursue my passions, my dreams, and uh, I, I can't just – I can't say how grateful I am for that enough, man. I'm so grateful for each and every single one of y'all that tunes in, shows love, shows support from the – <clears throat> the Daily Crow, the podcast, the merchandise, the social media, man. You guys are the reason TSUS is what it is, is what it's becoming and why we continue to grow and flourish and have success. So thank you all. Truly, man, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you for another successful week. Go Cox, beat Arkansas, beat Sucks. And hey, by the way, to hell with Georgia. Men's basketball, let's try to figure it out. Either way, guys, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you all on Monday. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.